Hi, my name's Bryant, and like most of you, I'm staying at home during the pandemic. To pass the time, I decided to get some of my friends on the record about what they're cooking, how they're doing, and anything else that might be on their minds. Join me on What's Eating You. Today, I'm speaking with Nabs, a friend and former co-worker now living in Michigan. During lockdown, she's been taking baking adventures and frequenting Whole Foods on a bi-weekly basis. All right, well, thanks, yeah. thanks for overcoming your fears, whatever that means. Um, I don't know what you're scared of. Providing tons of content today. Tons of content. I budgeted like two or three hours for you to just continue to provide content. That That's my greatest fear is traditionally I have very limited content. I, I'm never the content provider. What are you then? Thank God you're here. I don't know. Like the, I can give a laugh, a supporter of content. What, what does that mean? Give me an example. Supporting content. Like someone has the good story and then I'll add some comments along the way that moves it along, maybe gives a laugh or two, but the actual con like I've never been known to be a good storyteller. I often leave out important details. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, so that that was the source of my fear for being on a podcast where, you know, content and stories are important. Right. That's I thought you know, I think I could crush a, uh, what am I making for lunch? That's a very specific focused content that I, I thought I could provi provide, but this, I'm willing to step out of my comfort zone though in a pandemic. Okay. Well, let's, let's work our way up to this. Um, like I said, it's a, you know, just a little conversation, but as you talk about, you know, forgetting important details, yet being able to talk about what you, you know, how you made your lunch. Uh, tell me about these cookies you made last night. Oh, gosh. I tried to make chocolate chip cookies for, well, I've used the same recipe, actually. This is the third time that I've used the same recipe. The first time, phenomenal, incredible cookies. The second time, also incredible cookies. So I was going to change the recipe up, but I was like, why fix what's not broken? So made them last night and they were terrible totally biscuity did you forget an important detail <laughs> yes so the the reason that they were terrible this time is i was mixing the wet ingredients so the butter brown sugar and sugar and then i forgot to soften the butter so i put it off to the side while i moved to the dry ingredients the flour baking soda and whatever and when I went back to combine them, I started combining the dry into the wet and I noticed that it was really dry. And I was like, gosh, what is going on here? And I realized that I had forgotten the eggs, which are a critical component to cookies, turns out. And when you put them in, it's important. You're supposed to put them in earlier. So I stopped what I was doing, cracked two eggs, into the batter, mixed it up, still really dry. Something was off, but I was like, whatever, it's the same ingredients. It's going to turn out good. And then when they came out, they were like weirdly biscuity, 
and not as good and very dry. Do you take any pictures? Um, you gotta have some left. No, right? but I can. Yeah. Yeah, I've I have probably like eight currently available on the counter, and then how many do you eat? A bunch. Well, I still ate like three last night. <laughs> <laughs> they were biscuity, but they still, you know, they were still cookies. They weren't as good as they should have been, but you know, we can't be some. We can't be that picky. How they taste? You're talking texture. Biscuity is texture to me. What what they taste like from a flavor standpoint? They were weirdly less sweet. Like they were dry, and I, I think I mean biscuity is like a little bit less sweet than like cakey and so I don't but that is the part that I'm a little confused by because I had all the same sweet ingredients so why would it be less sweet just because I cracked the egg later in the game it's a mystery yeah you gotta self-scout this you gotta run the tape back and check out what the what the whole cookie situation is and figure out why this happened yeah I also um I used a different flour which I'm realizing right now, so maybe that's why. What kind do you usually use? But, well, my first two batches were a King Arthur all-purpose flour, and this was a 365 brand all-purpose flour. Whole Foods. Whole Foods, yeah. I feel like that wouldn't be it, though. I think it's the egg situation. It could be, though, because King Arthur flour is really, I think, from what I understand in my you know two weeks of becoming a baking expert, um, King Arthur flour is like one of the gold standards. Maybe that's it. I'll have to I'll have to make another mat batch, do it the right way, and see if it's actually the flour. I did get King Arthur as a tribute to you because I think that you sent me a recipe that was inspired by King Arthur. And so when I saw it in the store, my novice baking self was like, "Oh, that stuff must be good." So I got it. It it was great for my first two batches, and I will say, three sixty five brand. I've had some major misses. Their sparkling water, not good. Really bad, in fact. Spark, how can sparkling water be bad? Exactly. The bubbles were just not what you want in a seltzer water. All right. Now I need to hear what, uh, I mean, maybe there's science behind it. Probably not. But tell me about <laughs> what makes a good seltzer water. Your gold standard and so on and the difference and so on. Well, uh, it's hard to fully explain what makes a good seltzer water, but it has to do with the bubbles. And so my gold standard is LaCroix. I love a pamplemousse. Um, <laughs> that's how good my French is. Um, so that's my gold standard. And I realized that it's actually quite expensive. So I was trying the 365 brand. What's the difference in cost um, there? What's, what's a can of... Of pamplemousse cost? Uh, that's a good question. I get like, it's probably a, for a case. So I think I buy them in sets of like 12. And it's probably like a $2 savings between the two. That would be my guess. So kind of significant. It adds up and I drink them a lot. And yes, I was trying to cut back. And what I realized is that the seltzer sparkling water for from 365 brand, it just it doesn't satisfy the craving. Even CVS actually has a better sparkling water than 365 brand, in my opinion. Definitely LaCroix number one. Um, Polar, decent. Hmm. C 
CVS, actually, I don't even know what it's called, like Golden something, maybe, whatever their brand is. Um, those might be the ones that I bought. 365 is the way at the bottom. Would never buy again. All right. Okay. Well, I'll get back to it and uh, enjoy the rest of your, I can't believe you're on, on your time. Enjoy the rest of your day, I guess. <laughs> That's what always happens in the Detroit airport. You are in the Eastern time zone. On repeat. (laughs) And that concludes another episode of What's Eating You. Special thanks to Nabs. This episode is dedicated to Sir Dempsey Charles, forever a good boy. Take care. We'll talk soon.